0: Have you ever wondered what the heck is next for me? I hear a lot of women say they don't have what it takes to start something new, or they are too old. But many women overcome all kinds of obstacles and then go on to something even better. Over the years, I've worked a lot of traditional jobs as well as direct sales businesses, but never realized the success I was hoping for until I released my emotional baggage. Once I had cracked the code of my emotions, I knew I could help other women do the same. Join us here as we chat with female experts as they share their inspirational stories and challenges in business and life, because it is never too late. I'm your host, Cora Naylor, and this is the Crack the Code podcast. Are you being bold in your life? Today, that's what we're going to be talking about, so I'm super excited to be chatting with Tracy Root. Tracy said goodbye to corporate life and found the world of coaching after a personal family tragedy. Tracy guides emerging entrepreneurial women who are ready to shift toward their next exciting chapter in business by creating a structured, sustainable, and successful business with excellent vision, skill, and decisive bold action. So I'm super excited to talk about that. Welcome
1: Tracy. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, Cora, after connecting with you, gosh, a year and a half ago or so (laughs) now. It's wonderful to be back. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited to hear your story. I know a lot of women are not being bold in their lives. And it's so easy to hang back and not to do the bold thing. So I'm excited to talk about that and maybe get a little bit of your history, how you got to where you are and sure. where you came from. Cause I know there's going to be a lot of people out there that are wanting to try something new, not sure if they should, how can I do that? You know, and they, it's nice to hear other people's stories and find out yeah. how they went from, you know, what was corporate? What was that like for you?
1: Right. You know, Thank you for the opportunity, because what I find when I start to share my story is each of us has things that are unique to our own lives. Like there's a piece of my story that not a lot of people have gone through. But at the same time, there's so much more. I'd say, you know, 98% of my story is not atypical of most women who have been in corporate America or who have had jobs that they thought were probably going to be what they did for their life. You know, I grew up in near Silicon Valley, California, San Jose area. And a big part of growing up in that area is a lot of high achievers, right? Being in the center of the creation of the computer, there are a lot of, of focus on make sure you do well in school, get, you know, be successful and figure out what success means. And success, of course, should mean having a great job, making a good amount of money, all those things. So that's how I was raised. Get good grades, go to college. I graduated with honors. I you know, got that job coming straight out of college. And I was in with the same company doing project management at high-tech companies for 17 years. It was exactly what I thought my life was supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I learned very early on that if I wanted to be perceived as successful and professional and knowledgeable about my work, that there was kind of a performance that I needed to put on at work that was different than how I was naturally as a person. I yeah. tended to be naturally, I, I was a former dancer. I love being on stage and performing in front of thousands of people. And so to go to corporate and work a job each day, I really felt like I was being the professional version of Tracy at at work every day. And, you know, over the years, that became less of a show and more of just how I acted. And the performing exuberant, a little bit extra side of me kind of faded to the background, especially when I had clients, usually men, comment on when my real self might have shown up a little bit more than they were expecting. Mm -hmm. You need to be quiet. You need to chill out. You need to be such and such and such in front of my boss, in front of the client, in front of whatever. So 17 years in corporate I was very good at what I did. I got paid a lot of money, you know, living in Silicon Valley, but I, towards the end of that, I lost my husband to cancer. We'd been together for gosh, 13 years, 15 years, something like that already, not married that long, but together for a very long time and had two small children. The kids were one and a half and four when he passed away. And after going through that first year, year and a half of grief, I started to come out the other side thinking to myself, life is pretty boring. It's the same thing every day, it's survival mode. And, you know, I would get up in the morning, get the kids to daycare, go work my job, pick them up, feed them dinner, get them to bed. And that was it every day, day in and day out. And so, When I realized that I had to do it all by myself for the foreseeable future, I realized that I needed to gain a little more energy. I needed to get out of survival mode and I needed to kind of get back to who I was so that I could find some joy in life again. Yeah. So I started on a journey with a coach and that coach helped me to find ways to take care of myself again, to pay attention to the things that lifted me up and didn't. And within about six months, I had lost 55 pounds and I had found personal development and I was moving down the road of deciding what I wanted the rest of my life to look like. Because last thing I wanted was for my kids to go to daycare in the morning and pick them up at the end of the day for the next 18 years. Yeah. So... Finding coaching in that time was the biggest transformation that a person could ever have because I found the way to design the life that I wanted to have as opposed to kind of just allowing it to unfold. And I think that's one of the boldest things we can do is to make a decision that turns our life in a 90 degree angle. We go a totally different direction without knowing how that's going to turn out. And so I really like to help women to recognize that they can make those choices. Mm -hmm. And that even though they've never done it before, if it's, you know, if they know what they want out of their life, then they can decide to make those bold choices to change where they're going so they can go somewhere else.
0: Yeah. And it's difficult. I mean, I can't imagine going through what you went through, especially when you have young kids, losing your partner, your spouse, whatever, like that. Um, You know, it's that grief is a huge, um, it is process you have to go through first. Like, do you find that you know you needed to be at the right time before you got into
1: the coaching? Well, and that's totally true. And that, but that's the like 5% that I mean that is different from other people, right? A lot of people don't lose their husband when they're 42 years old. Yeah. But a lot of people have things that they go through. Oh, And the rest of the story is really common, Mm -hmm. right? Grow up, go to college, get the job, you know, perform, be the dancing monkey at work so that you can be successful and get to the point where you realize that you want something different. Yeah. Regardless of kind of whether there's a, a giant tragedy that wakes you up to that, or if it's just one day you wake up and say, yeah. you know what, I'm tired of commuting. Yeah. Or I I don't have any hobbies anymore and I don't have any time and I'm so exhausted. And all I do is, you know, as a mom, all I do is cook and clean and go to work.
0: Yeah. I know. You Groundhog
1: know? day. <laughs> right. Every day, day after day. So it's important to, to just notice if you have a thought of a different way you want your life to be like, don't ignore that. That's the the dreams that are put in us from wherever, like they're there for a reason, not to be ignored, but to be noticed. And then we can start to notice more and start to notice more, and then maybe start taking steps in that direction.
0: Yeah. And taking the time, which is sometimes hard to do when your kids are young and you're raising kids, but to take a few minutes to even remember how to dream. Because like you say, when you're going through that groundhog grind of day in, day out, when you're raising kids, it feels like that's all you do is that same thing over and over.
1: Well, and that was, that's the reason why my husband passing away such a big part of the story is because he was the dreamer and I was the doer, Mm -hmm. right? He was, he was all over the place, million dreams, you know, million jobs in the arts, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was the corporate, I was the breadwinner. I was the college graduate, the, this, the, that, you know, all of the structure in our family came from me and all of the imagination came from him. And so when he was gone, you know, it took a little while, but I did finally realize, you know, I don't have a plan for what's next. What do I want? Yeah. You know, and what I wanted was to be closer to my family. That was really the impetus because my I was in California. Um, my I had one aunt kind of somewhat nearby, but we didn't see each other a lot and really have a, a close relationship that way. But my parents and my sister were in Florida. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what do I want? Well, I want my kids to grow up with some some structure of extended family other than only me. And yeah. so being by my, my parents, being by my sister and her son, being by my first husband's family who were in Louisiana, which, you know, while it's not next door, was a car drive away. You know, for mm. us Californians, if it's within yeah. 12 hours, it's a car drive away. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, by moving to Florida and having that be a, a goal that really got me thinking okay when i move to florida what will i do what job will i do where will i work will i work for myself or for someone else will i do this job or something different and then when i found coaching that was the answer and within six months of starting coaching that was in april of 2012 um, within six months i was gone i you know had decided actually to go and then that december we moved to florida We moved back quickly because I got engaged and got remarried (laughs) within the next eight months. But, um, you know, but it's a big piece of that story of, you know, just sitting down and going, well, what do it, you know, I didn't want to sit at that desk for the next 20 years and have my kids' lives flash by and me still sitting there at that same desk. I knew that I was made for something different so that I could be the parent that I wanted to be and that I could enjoy life again, which, you know, it was finally time to realize that that was possible.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. Because a lot of people don't realize, you know, that's the type of thing that you can get by working with a coach. You don't Mm -hmm. realize that you're not taking the time to really figure out what do you want. Yeah. And I think especially after the last few years, people are really thinking Well, that's
1: for sure true. You know, that's one of the things that I talk about a lot with, you know, you don't have a grief, you might not have a grief story, or you might not have a spousal grief story, but you might have a friendship that's been lost or a divorce or, you know, a job or whatever. But the idea of what you thought your life was going to be like changing Mm -hmm. is something that now every single person on the planet has in common you know, we didn't think our life was going to include a global pandemic. And there it was. So now we all have that in common. And we can, and talk about the fact that, you know, what else do we not know how it's going to turn out? But maybe we start looking at it anyway. Yeah. And I was thinking before we started, like, Oh, I'm going on chorus podcast, what are we going to talk about? And I was thinking about the idea of that unmet expectation, but also the idea of, you know, what is coaching even given me, right? I was thinking, well, maybe we'll Mm -hmm. go in that direction. And my thought was that I have learned to ask good questions, Mm -hmm. and to listen, and to ask the next question, right? So like, when people don't know how to dream, but you're asked the question, "Well, what is it that you want? They're like, I don't know, like, yeah, I can't even think of it. But as a coach, we're now trained to hopefully pull some of that out of someone where they haven't taken the time for themselves to do that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's going back and like, what did you want to do when you were little? What right. did you play? Like, go right. think all
1: the way back there, right? Yep. Yeah. You know, thinking about like your the whole inner child thing and doing things for fun. For a lot of us adults, I mean, this is something that I still work on a lot, the idea of mm-hmm. just relaxing. Yeah. And not like, okay, if I'm not working, what am I doing, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? And especially entrepreneurs and moms, right? If I'm not doing something related to this job, whether it's my business or my family, what am I doing? If I'm laying around, what am I doing? Like there's time wasted. And to learn about like rest is not wasted time. And do you want to have a hobby? A couple of years ago, pre pandemic. I can't even remember now if it was before <laughs> or after. but I decided I wanted oh it must have been before. I decided I wanted to learn how to play violin. I've mm. played piano start starting in third grade, other instruments through my whole childhood high school into college. and but I never tried a string instrument. Mm. And I always wanted to. So I happened to talk about it a couple of times over the course of a couple of years and my husband bought me a violin for Christmas one year. And I immediately pulled it out, kind of tried to tighten the strings and broke one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that morning. And so a little while later, I was like, you know what, do you think I'm going to find a teacher? And I took, I signed up for a pack of 12 classes. And what's funny is it's really hard. I know. (laughs) Do you know? Yeah. My niece is a professional violin player. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, it is a really challenging instrument, Mm -hmm. especially if you play wind instruments to figure out like it's hard. And so I bought a pack of 12 lessons with uh, a teacher who lives somewhat near me. So we could do zoom or in person. And I actually went through 11 classes. And it's funny to me thinking back because, you know, going in that 11th class, I think I was a little disappointed at how little progress I had made. (laughs) And I was tired kind of, and I wasn't practicing. And after that 11th class, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a break. So I'm going to come back for that 12th class in a little while and then we'll see where the future holds. But I never. Yeah. 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 It's just it was really hard, but I'm so grateful that I did it. And I have my violin and, you know, someday who knows what the future holds. But it's having that idea of what can I do that's different Mm -hmm. that I would enjoy. Yeah.
0: And And, trying things and trying it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If we don't try things, we're never going to know. So, you know, it's never too late to try and see what you think. You if right. you don't
1: know. And but there's a lot of people who would say, "Well, I can't." I can't yeah. It. Yeah. You know, it's too late for me. I'm too old. It's mm. too whatever, you know. And oh, yeah. you, know, you absolutely can.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you see pictures on Facebook all the time of, you know, women that have started things 60s, 70s year old, like there, it is never too late. It's all, you know, in your mindset. If you yeah. want to try it, you can do it.
1: Absolutely. If
0: you want to? Now, I love your whole concept of being bold. Where did that yeah. come from?
1: Well, that actually came out of a work seminar that I went to, a business seminar about five years ago. I signed up for this course that was called that was about working on your speaking skills, and this was with my coach, Katarina Rando, and it was on a cruise ship, which is the best kind. <laughs> And so we're on the ship and we're talk, We're practicing our speeches. We're practicing some story development and delivery. We're practicing how to do offers, working a little bit on, you know, the structure of our business as well, but mostly about speaking. And at the end of the cruise, the last day, you know, we all had our kind of, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to go do this and I'm going to launch this. And here's my big to-do list. And that was great. But she said, okay, I want you to, I want to know how you're going to be different when you get off the ship. You know, not what you're going to do. I know you have your lists of things to do, Mm -hmm. but here's a sticker and here's a Sharpie. And I want you to write a word that represents how you're going to be different when you leave the ship. And with little hesitation, I wrote bold in all capital letters, took up all the space and stuck it to my chest. And everyone was really surprised actually, because, I mean, you can't tell on Zoom, but I'm six feet tall. And at the time I had purple, full purple hair. And they all looked at me. and am like, what do you mean? You want to be bold? Like, look at you and look what you've done, right? I've been in front of the room all week and have no shortage of desire to be the center of attention. But I said, you know, I can really, we already talked about this. I can put on that show. Anytime Mm -hmm. I can perform and I can look bold and I can act bold. But what I needed was that kind of internal embodiment of being bold and not just acting it, but actually living it in my truth. So that was the beginning of it. And really, it was probably a couple of years later when I decided to incorporate it into how I work with clients, because I love a good acronym. Bold is only four letters, so Mm -hmm. it works really nice. Um, and so I started teaching goal setting, goal setting and goal getting around an acronym using the word bold. And so BOLD, I'll give you the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bold stands for build your vision. So like have that dream, but also set goals that are in that direction and have a structure of how to get there, right? That's a big thing that many people don't take the time to actually create. They might think it, but they're not documenting it and tracking it and doing all of the the structure behind actually accomplishing their goals. So that's a big one. O stands for open yourself up to discomfort, Hmm. which really is the best letter. Because everything we do, especially as entrepreneurs, is a little uncomfortable.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially if we're talking about selling or doing things that we've never done before, teaching in ways we've never done before, speaking in ways we've never done before, speaking at all for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So being open to discomfort gives you the ability to recognize that every day, if you do something that you've never done before, you're going to be moving forward in some way, whether it's just a growth edge or actual progress towards those goals. And then L stands for leverage your learning, which, you know, when I teach this in a workshop setting, it's kind of the setup to what's coming next because you need to not just go to classes and listen to podcasts and not that yeah. we don't know. To do that, but I you know. need to leverage the things that you're learning into D, which is do with bold action. Right. Because, again, without action, nothing actually is going to I happen.
0: <laughs> and lots of us have taken lots of
1: courses and not done any And action. not leveraged what we've I learned know. and taken mm-hmm. the action. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, just- so it's a really nice kind of, of all-around set of, you know, kind of philosophy framework to say, like, dream big. Set goals toward those dreams so that you know you're going in that direction. Because what's the point of having a dream if you're not going after it? Yep. and you know take the things that you learn every day whether you're learning them in a class or you're learning them by doing and learn from them and do it again and keep going and keep going and keep going Right. Um, yes. yeah so that's bold love it
0: i love it so just as we're wrapping up with the last few minutes here what uh, i'm thinking might have something you wanted to offer for our listeners today
1: So one of the things we didn't talk about is that I'm the founder of something called the Gather Community. We Mm -hmm. are a community of entrepreneurial women, whether they are in business or a fan of personal and professional development. And so we host lots of opportunities to connect. We have speaker summits. Our members are often coaches and teachers and, and educators. So they're holding workshops and doing all kinds of things. We have People who are business coaches, they coach on negotiation, with people who are in the wellness field, all kinds of different folks. And so when, when I talk about the gather community, I always really want to make sure that everyone knows that they're invited to come join us. Come check out what we have going on. So I have a the the link that I have for you to put in the notes is just my website slash links, tracyroot.com slash links. And there you'll find connect, ways to connect with the gather community, find out everything we have going on, come join us on Facebook. But the main thing for me and everything we've really been talking about today about being bold is the ways that I'm teaching as a coach. I often do free workshops that um, may move someone into a short paid group program, things like that. And so all of those are always listed on my links page as well. In fact, Probably, if this happens, if this is going out in the early May, like first of May ish, the first thing that's coming up is actually on Friday, May fifth, which is our Gather Community Speaker um, Spring Showcase, which oh, is cool. the showcase of all of our members, full day speaker summit with the VIP night the night before. So, if you're listening to this right when it comes out, and it really is the beginning of May, that might still be coming. Please feel free to say, "Hey, I heard you on Cora's podcast." And I want to take you up on your offer to come as my guest. So if you're listening to this and you see that, I'd be happy to have you come on, you know, at no cost. Awesome. Because my goal for all of it is to help women find their path to their next, like, fulfillment, right? right? If it's working with me, great. If it's learning something from my fabulous people in the gather community, great. If it's because you heard one of us, but you just want to say hello and you tell me you want something, I'm going to connect you because I'm a natural connector. So anything that we can do to support you in your growth and moving forward in your life toward your goals and dreams, we're here for. There awesome. You Come check us out.
0: Great. Thanks so much, Tracy. It's been awesome having you on the show today. So listeners, if you are wanting to know more about Tracy, what she does with her bold programs or her gather community, be sure and check out the link in the show notes and, you know, take her up on that offer, find out what her gather community is all about. It's a really great bunch of ladies. I know a lot of the ladies that are in there Mm -hmm. and just keep in mind, no matter who you are, where you are, You know, we were talking about dreams today. So just remember, it's never too late to dream your dreams. Yep. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. Visit my website, coranaylor.com to learn more about the emotion code or sign up for my free virtual co-working sessions.